Thanks for joining me on the Treat Podcast. My name is Alyssa Robinson, and today I'm having a conversation with Eddie Evans. Eddie is seeking focus, and fasting has always been a family experience for him. Join Eddie and I now in scripture and prayer. Psalm 102, 25-27 You laid the earth's foundation long ago. The skies are your handiwork. These things will pass away, but you will last. All of these things will wear out like clothing. You change them like clothes, and they pass on. But you are the one. Your years never end. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, we know that everything in this life is temporary. Everything except for you and your love. Help me to entrust my life, my loved ones, and all of my possessions into your hands so that I may be truly free to love you with my whole heart. Amen. Amen. All right, so Eddie, when I asked you if you were planning on fasting this year, you said yes, and you said the reason why is because it helps you focus. And it might come as a surprise to you. You are the first person who has given me that answer. Really? Yes. (laughs) And so I was just curious uh, if you could put a little bit more around that, how does it help you focus and and what has your experience been with fasting in the past? Um, yeah, so I think that, um, well, first, uh, a little bit about me. I, I feel like I probably have um, at least a slight touch of ADD, right? You know, nothing that was ever really diagnosed, but I was always that kid in class who was um, you know, I'm sure I, I was forced to sit by the teacher's desk every time, all that other good stuff. So, uh, I just, um, I don't know. I've always, always been kind of the guy who went from thing to thing or topic to topic or, or whatever. Right. So whether it's a little bit of OCD, whether it's, uh, ADD, right. Whether it's just anxiety. Um, I felt like that's always, that's always been something that I've dealt with basically my whole life. So, you know, as a kid growing up, when when the season would come around, it would always be like, all right, well, what are you giving up for Lent? You know, what are you giving up for Lent? What are you? And, um, and I, you know, I had five brothers and sisters, and we always kind of did the, we always had something. We always did it to check in with each other as well, right? So, um, uh, so it was, it's just always been something that's been out there. And then, you know, for me, it, it is the reminder every day of trying to, uh, of what I guess we're, we're trying to accomplish at the end. Right. So it is forcing Jesus to stay out in front, I guess. Right. So, um, you know, and, and of course when I was little, it would be typical, like I'm going to give up chocolate or I'm going to give up soft drinks or I'm going to, you know, something like that. And then you would have, you know, the days where, you know, uh, you wouldn't eat meat on Fridays and all that other good stuff. But, and so it was always something that was, um, that was out there. But it, then it forced me to think of why we were doing it, right? So it wasn't it wasn't just um, you know it, it wasn't just hey, no coaxes you know for four weeks or whatever, right? Or um, you can't do this. It was but you know when you when you sat down to eat your dinner and you realized you weren't going to have a coke again, you know it kind of became like the reason you know why are we doing that? And so it just uh, for me, I always whether it's at work or anything, I always try to keep those little things to help me focus. And, and so I think that's easily a big part of it. I mean, it just puts it at the forefront of everything that you do. Well, and that's so interesting to me of that part of your story of being someone who has always experienced hyperactivity. 
seeking focus to be a regular part of your experience and to have that mindset going into Lent of seeking focus on God. I'm curious, has there been a specific fast that was very meaningful to you and you achieved that focus? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I can say one in particular. Um, I mean, I, I keep up with my siblings every, you know, pretty frequently and my younger brother and sister, uh, and I talk pretty much every year around this time frame. And our, my father was a big influence on us in our, in our lives and, you know, our religious life growing up. And, and, uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that you always felt like I, I would aspire to have his faith, right? He just seems to always be doing the right thing. And so the three of us would, my, my younger brother and sister and I, we would always talk about how, you know, um, uh, how, how his, you know, his influence on us is kind of pushing us to, to always stay there and do these things. And so, um, it just kind of always kept me there. And, and, and I, I talk frequently, they live, my brother lives in Seattle and my sister lives in Colorado, but we talk frequently through this time of like, Hey, how are you doing? How's it going? Are you keeping it up? Um, you know, when, you know, when, when do we break fast? Like, when do we do this? When do we do that? Um, and so it, uh, I, you know, there's not like one in particular, but it's just something that's always been there. Right. It's just, I mean, as, as, as long as I can remember, it's just something that we've kind of always done. We've always talked about something that's always, it's been there. It's, it's very much like a foundation. I would think it's it's like a family affair. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Um, and it just, you know, when you have, when you go through something like that and you have an accountability partner, right, whatever it is that you're doing, if you're, when you step up to do something new like that, or try to form a new habit or something, you, you know, it always helps to kind of have that partner and that piece brings you closer, right. To, to your family and, and stuff like that. And so it's just, it's one of those pieces that makes you realize kind of, um, I don't know, I it's, I guess maybe it's weird to say what's important, right? But it is. It's, it kind of helps you realize what's important as you start to focus through some of those things, you know. Um, my sister, I feel like for her, it's always some, you know, some sort of like junk food or chocolate or something like that that she's always she's always working through. And um, she's always calling to say like, oh, this is the worst ever. I can't believe we did this again. When's Easter? You know, things like that. And and uh, it just it's it's. Um, you know, it's it's a nice conversation to have. It keeps you keeps you connected. You know, it keeps you connected with each other's life. It keeps you accountable to each other, and and it it always puts something out in front, right? So that again, I guess that's the focus of it all, right? It just brings it all to the front front of what you're doing, and every day it's a focus every day. And have you carried that on to your family and in y'all focusing on fasting as a unit? We, uh, I definitely talk to them about it. I always, I've, I always kind of put out in front of them the things that I would fast for or what I was going to do. Um, you know, over the years, so much has changed in terms of maybe, you know, the fast isn't something that the idea of fasting isn't something you, you just give up, right? Like, so when I, when we were little, it was always like, um, you just, you give up something for Lent, you know, and then, and you kind of move from there and, you know, you don't eat meat on Fridays or whatever that, that, so there were like specific rules almost that you always did. And I feel like as time has gone on, people have sort of changed the focus of what, you know, the fast means or, or, or what, um, I guess any of this, this time frame. How, however you're supposed to focus it, it changes all the time. Right. So, or it feels like the discussion has gone from maybe it's um, instead of giving something up, you add something in, right? Different things like that. 
And so we talk about that quite frequently uh, during this time frame, and we always kind of uh, try to keep up with each other. But um, I don't know that I've, I haven't really pushed them to be like, you know, what is the thing that you're, you're going to give up? Because it, it needs to mean something to them personally. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Right. How have you explained the meaning of fasting to your kids? Because it sounds like the meaning has changed for you from the time you were a kid till now. Uh, how do you try and, and, and teach your kids about a fast? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I, I think, you know, it, with anything that we try to talk about, I always try to show, have them see both sides of a discussion, right? So whatever the latest topic is or whatever the current discussion is, whether it's they saw something on news or social media, I always try to kind of show the both sides of it. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what we've always, I feel like we've always talked about is, um, you know, and, and maybe it's not two different sides, but it's the, the action that you're doing, right, is what, whatever your fast is. And then I guess the reason that you're doing it, so the, the result, the end result. And so I think that helps, right? Because you talk about, okay, this is what we're doing, um, and then and then this is why, right? And so it's, um, and I think that helps them pick their own fast. And what's the why behind your fast? Well, it's for me, it is. It's the it's putting making sure God is at the front of my life, right? Making sure my my beliefs are there, and and that I'm always bringing it up again and again. Um, I, I kind of. W- I put in the, as we started talking about this, I kind of put in the notes that it's, it's almost like my attempt to, to pray without ceasing. Right. So I've, I've met people in this world who have literally gone through the effort of praying without ceasing. Right. Um, I would, I don't know that I would ever have the focus to be able to actually do that. Right. I would certainly lose myself in, in that, in that prayer sooner or later, but this is kind of that attempt, right? If you're, if your focus is for a certain amount of time that, um, you're either, you know, developing a new habit or getting rid of, uh, of an old habit or, you know, whatever that fast is, that continues to put, you know, your, your, your beliefs in the forefront. It'll put Jesus, it put God in your life in the front. And that to me is the prayer, right? Without ceasing, right? If it's, if it's something that you were used to doing every day, day in and day out, a habit, whether it was a food or something else, when you stop doing that, it makes you think about it every time, right? And so, what is your fast for this season of Lent? What have you landed on? <laughs> well, I, I normally do. I normally do two things, right? I normally or I, I always try to have like, uh, which brings me back to the feel good traditional family thing, right? When I was younger, I was like, I would give that one thing up, right? And then I, um, and then typically as time gone on, we we kind of talked about that you have to pick up or pick up some kind of of habit, right? So it's not just losing something, it's picking, picking something up. So, um, in, you know, in an effort to, uh, always try to make myself a little bit healthier, a little bit better as I move on, I am, you know, I'll go through the idea of trying to give up, um, you know, the, the caffeinated drinks and things like that, that I've done in the past. And that will, um, you know, cause it for, man, things like that can be just so addicting. It's so comforting, right? It's like a comfort food that you just fall back on. Um, and so I will give up some, I will give up the drinks like that. And then on the other side, I try to get back into the daily habit of, 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 um, you know, reading the Bible every day and starting the day like that. I think, uh, it's interesting the season of time that, um, or the calendar of the year that it goes along because, you know, I feel like when the holidays roll around and it's November, December, 
we get caught up in, in everything that's great about those holidays, but it also probably breaks a lot of the habits or things that we've been doing right for so long. And so this has always been kind of a way to sort of jumpstart the year again and sort of like, okay, like let's get back into the habit of doing this or let's get back in the habit of doing that. So um, and I always try to have a little bit of quiet time sort of in the morning. I always wake up early, usually ahead of everyone else. So so getting back into that, that habit of trying to read, you know, read the Bible myself every morning and um, you know, and then again, giving up, giving up the soft drinks and things like that. It kind of, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe silly, but it's the traditional side that makes you feel good. Psalm 102, 25 to 27. You laid the earth's foundation long ago. The skies are your handiwork. These things will pass away, but you will last. All of these things will wear out like clothing. You change them like clothes and they pass on. But you are the one. Your years never end. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, we know that everything in this life is temporary. Everything except for you and your love. Help me to entrust my life, my loved ones, and all of my possessions into your hands. So that I may be truly free to love you with my whole heart. Amen.